podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. How are you doing? Welcome to the five-year plan extra podcast here in the corridors of Anfield's new stand where Palace have just lost 1-0 in the second game of the season. And before I bring to you my special guest, I need to tell you about our sponsor, which for these extra pods is Miranda Jane Photography, professional unique photography of weddings and more. Visit mirandajanephotography.co.uk. Very glad I remembered to do that. Uh, joining me is Lee Wilmot. Joining me is Lee Wilmot from the Croydon Advertiser slash. Is it Croydon Advertiser or? Yeah, Croydon Advertiser is fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. I want to make sure I get the. <laughs> it's part of the Trinity Mary bigger thing. I, yes, I, I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, we both just watched Palace lose one nil. Um, it was so much. I mean, it couldn't have been worse than Huddersfield, but it was. A, it was a lot better, wasn't it? It certainly was. Yeah. Um, Three 0 at home to Huddersfield on the opening day. Uh, the only way is up after that, isn't it? Um, today, yeah, I thought Palace played really well today. Yeah. Um, looked organised, disciplined, solid. Um, and as we've discussed um, prior to doing this podcast, uh, I think Liverpool's best chances came after they scored the opening goal, yeah. which was a bit unlucky. A little kind of loose ball, a couple of ricochets in there. Mm. Palace got a little bit unlucky. Um, and, and that was it, really. Um, Palace tried to chase an equaliser after that. And that's where Liverpool's best chances came. And Wayne Hennessy kept it at 1-0. Well, let's talk about Wayne Hennessy because you gave him a 9 out of 10 did, in his yes. post-match ratings. I couldn't quite. I got, gave him an 8. He did have that one sort of flap in the first half that Matip, Matip headed yes. just wide, I think. Um, but it was, I mean, we give, I say we, he gets a lot of criticism from fans. But when he has a good game, you have to give him plaudits as well. Certainly. Um, it's the life of a goalkeeper, isn't it? I think yeah. Wayne knows, I think every goalkeeper on the planet knows that when you make a mistake, everyone's going to highlight it and jump on it straight away. Yeah. Um, you're in that position where um, you can't afford to make mistakes. You have to be on it every single minute of every single game. Um, he did flap at one in the first half. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned it in my ratings. I said uh, he did flap at one in the first half, but thereafter I thought it was outstanding. Yeah. Um, anything that came his way, he, uh, he beat away a great effort from Firmino, which um, we, we then saw Palace on the counter-attack there where Punchin yeah. had one beaten away um, by Mignolet. Um, saved another couple of chances from Mane. No chance with the goal, obviously, no. but he made a number of outstanding saves, and I think you've got to give credit where it's due. Frank keeps saying that he needs a third goalkeeper, although he's very coy about whether it's going to be a first-choice keeper or, or someone as backup. Do you think he, he sees Wayne as, as long-term, or do you think today might give him more to think about? It might have done, yeah. Um, I don't know if anyone connected with Crystal Palace sees Wayne as long-term, do they? Which is, which is a real shame for the guy. Yeah. He can't really win, can no, he? No, he can't, no. Um, when you've got a club legend like Julian Speroni sat on the bench as well, the fans clamouring to see him all the time. Yeah. Um, it's difficult for Wayne, it really is um, and I, I thought he was excellent today so y- you've got to give him credit and 
managers want three goalkeepers generally. They want to have three in there. Um, you have cup competitions as well as the league. Um, and you've got your, your youth games as well. And, yeah, <laughs> maybe he does want a first choice. I don't know. But how many of them are there out there that they can get for the money that Palace have got? That will, that will be that much better than Wayne? I mean, he's, the thing about Wayne is he's quite sort of limited with what he does. But he, he's... He does pull a lot of good saves. He does have good games now and then. Like he, he might make a flap now and then and, and, and might make a few mistakes and maybe the ball at his feet is not brilliant. But are there that many options out there for a budget prize, because we know Palace aren't going to spend that much money, that are really better than him? Not that I can think of, no. Um, I, I don't know where you would start, where Frank should start, even looking um, for a goalkeeper. If, they, if he wanted one to replace Wayne, um, the fans might suggest that he's got one sitting on the bench. Um, <laughs> Do you think that? Though? I mean, we all love Jules. But he's, 30, he's 38 now, isn't he? So. What, what an age for a goalkeeper. <laughs> In his prime? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I think Jules is quite happy being a club ambassador, isn't he, and sitting yeah. there and, and doing the job that is asked of him. He'll probably get a start on Tuesday, won't he? Probably, almost certainly, you thought, yeah. Um, so, so Wayne will get a rest, and that's probably an extra seven days that um, Wayne's got grace, with, with the fans at least. <laughs> OK, so what did, what did Palace do well today? I mean, obviously, they didn't do a lot well last week, but what did they do sort of better this week? Well, they seem to have settled into that formation. Everyone's going on about the formation. 3-4-3, yeah. three, three. every press conference, Frank gets asked, are you going to change formation? Are you going to change formation? Um, and he said last week, I'm not the kind of manager that, after a 3-0 defeat, is just going to change things. He's set in his ways. Time will tell whether he actually needs to change his ways um, to get results in this league. I think Palace could have got a result today, maybe should have got a result today, um, playing that 3-4-3. Three, three. And they looked... They looked quite at ease with it today. They looked happy with it. The three um, central defenders, um, James Tompkins, Scott Dan, who was outstanding, by the way, yeah. um, and Tim Fossey-Mensah, they were very good, um, very good at the back. Joel Ward has his critics as well. Patrick Van Holt also has his critics. Um, thought they bombed on well in the first half, pinned back a little bit in the second half. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think they did both sides of the job reasonably well today. It was almost, it was almost a 5-3-2, really, it wasn't was. it? It was one of these formations that defensively can become a bit more sort of uh, solid at the back. Um, That's the versatility you need, especially away from home. Well, this, and this is there, my, my point is going to be, do you think actually in a way, even with this new formation, it's like last season that Palace are just set up better to play away from home? Probably, yeah. Um, you saw in the first half they were looking for the, the quick ball out to Benteke. The problem with the first half was that they were getting the quick ball up to Benteke, but there was no one running off Benteke a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, Punchin was trying to get up there and Townsend was trying to get up there. Yeah. Um, I mean, some Wilf, Wilf, had he been playing, might have been doing that wrong. Exactly, yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, they just didn't kind of have the, 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 the numbers um, going forward quickly enough um, today, um, and maybe that's why they lost the game. Okay, let's talk about Ruben Loftus-Cheek because he was unreal again. He was brilliant last week, brilliant again today. You gave him a nine, I think, didn't you? I did give him a nine. He was, he was on the losing side. Palace didn't win, so I don't think you can give him a ten. But he, he was everywhere. Yeah. Um, he kind of, when, the, when, the, when his defenders had the ball, he was always asking for it. He was going to collect the ball from them. He was always had his head up, looking for a pass, looking for someone else to give it to. And if he didn't have anyone else to give it to, he'd be like, I'll, I'll shove you out of the way, I'll shove you out of the way, and I'll go, I'll go and run myself. Yeah. I'll do it myself. And one in particular for the big, big Palace chance. Yeah. He, um, he blasted his way through a couple of Liverpool players, got to the byline, uh, looked up and saw Benteke there and thought, here you go, have that, mate. And uh, Benteke blasted over the bar, unfortunately. He should have scored that. He should have done, yeah. Um, but that's Ruben Loftus-Cheek. Um, I think he's already shown Palace fans what he can do. Um, Antonio Conte um, got a bit prickly in his press conference uh, this week, as one of your colleagues at Football London um, will, will know that yeah. he was asked about... Uh, 
if he regretted not having the likes of Loftus-Cheek and Shalabar around, and he said, another question, please. Yeah. Um, so I, th I think they know what sort of potential he's got. Conte, at least, knows what sort of potential he's got there, and he's really showing it at Crystal Palace already. That might be bad news for Palace if he plays for the season in terms of trying to sign him in the summer. But then, you know, Chelsea's record with youngsters is not favourable. It's not, no. Um, Chelsea like to send everyone out on loan, it seems, um, and Loftus-Cheek is one of those. Um, they let Shalabar go permanently to Watford yeah. um, because Shalabar was had enough basically of yeah. no first team chances um, if Loftus-Cheek could get to that sort of situation where he says right enough's enough I need a new club full time Palace could be that club but as you say if he does the job that Frank De Boer and everyone associated with Crystal Palace wants him to do this season they probably won't be able to afford him no. that's, in a way that's almost like best case scenario because yeah. you want him to play well for Palace but he was playing in front of the front three today which was the same as the start of last week but we were saying during the game last week he went into centre midfield the second half and was really, really played well. But today, he almost looked like he was literally playing everywhere. Because even though he was playing in front of three, he was coming deep to get the ball, he was uh, getting, muscling people off the ball, he was driving forward with it. It's almost, it's almost like he's got a bit of a free role. Yeah, when, and maybe he deserves that. Maybe he should have that. I don't, think, I don't think we really saw a lot of him in a front, front three today, no, even though no. that's where he was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, apart from, obviously, uh, getting to the byline and, uh, and giving it to Benteke for that chance. Um, he was across the heart of the, in the midfield. It was, it was kind of a situation where um, he had Milivjevic there and just said, Look, I'll, Milivjevic will just sit there. Yeah. You go and do whatever you want to do. Run yeah. around the pitch wherever you want to go. Um, yeah. Do whatever you want. And, and he did it really effectively. Um, and against lesser teams... Yeah. You can see Palace getting results with yeah. Ruben Loftus-Cheek as the fulcrum um, in that side. It's definitely more positive, isn't it? And that's what, and that's what Frank said, which we're hearing a bit from his press conference, that if, you, if they do play like that week in, week out, and we've got some big games coming up against Burnley and Swansea and uh, Southampton, they will get results, won't they? That was such an improvement on last week, and it's definitely sort of heading in the right direction. That's what you want. Those three games there you mentioned, you, you've got to be looking at getting points from those. Huddersfield at home on the first day was disappointing, very disappointing, because I think everyone expected a result from that. You don't expect to come to Anfield and get anything, unless you're Palace of the last three seasons. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> it, was, it was a shame that they didn't get four in a row, but there we go. Um, generally, you don't expect to come to Anfield and get anything, so you, you would have hoped... Palace would have at least one or three points on the board now. You wouldn't expect any more than that. Yeah. Um, they've got none, but three games to, to pick up some points and hopefully score some goals because we haven't seen any yet. We haven't yet, but there will be Palace fans who have seen Palace at a loss. But listening to this, you know, we, we, we can genuinely say Palace were better today and there are positives. And speaking of which, let's hear from Frank De Boer in his post-match press conference because he was also very positive. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think we played 95 minutes very concentrated. We were very concentrated. Uh, at the end, you know, you know, these kind of games, you know, are decisive. Uh, you know, the, the chances that you get, you know, uh, you, you have to punish them. And uh, of course, Christian had, had the, the biggest one. But uh, for me, the, the positive thing that we were really concentrated and really playing as a team. Uh, and stick to the plan what we uh, yeah, what, what we uh, planned for before this game and uh, so that's a compliment uh, for the squad and I already said after the game if, if you do this with this kind of uh, intensity discipline 
the results will come. And of course, Liverpool is always difficult, especially the Anfield. And yeah, to lose 1-0 is very disappointing because you worked so hard, I said, and you, know, you deserve more. But uh, yeah, I'm convinced if we uh, show this every week, then the points will come. Of course, I have already three players, of course, with Ruben, with uh, Jairo and, and Timothy. Uh, still, we are looking, of course, if we think uh, this is a really uh, a quality injection for, for, the, for the squad. We're gonna, we don't hesitate, of course, uh, but it has to be the right one and no uh, panic uh, buyings or something like that. No, we really have to... That it's really a quality, of, uh, quality uh, injection uh, for the squad, and, uh, and uh, of course we are, are looking for that. Frank, you said you were you're happy with how the team concentrated for 95 minutes. Does that make it all the harder to accept the way you gave the goal to Liverpool? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, one. Yeah, I, I didn't thought it was lack of concentration, but uh, yeah, he was out of control. I don't know what exactly happened, but. Uh, I think we were in control at that moment, and uh, suddenly it was in front of the, in the on the feet of uh, Manet, and uh, yeah, we we dealt we dealt it so well uh, yeah, during uh, the minutes uh, before and also after it, and, and then it's even harder, you know, you get you con you concede the goal like that, you know. Uh, of course, you want to if you concede a goal, that's uh, then the quality, of course, of. Uh, of Liverpool, but uh, yeah, what I already said, you know, we were very disciplined. I think they were quite sometimes frustrated. That not can, uh, yeah, they had to yeah, play around us uh, and not uh, between us. So that's uh, yeah, again a very good compliment for the team. And, but you have to reward yourself for that. And uh, at the end, it's all about the points. And uh, we still are. With empty hands right now, and but again, I'm, I'm convinced that we uh, we're gonna get our points very soon. Um, that was Frank De Boer in the press conference, and this is the FYP Extra podcast sponsored by Miranda Jane Photography. Professional, unique photography of weddings and more. Visit MirandaJanePhotography.co.uk. And I'm here with Lee Wilmot from the Croydon Advertiser. We both saw Frank's presser today. We're here at Anfield. Um, was he right to be positive? I think so, yeah. Um, I think we all saw it in the stadium today. Um, a much better performance from Crystal Palace. Something to build on. Um, and there were no questions about the formation today. <laughs> Is that progress for you? <laughs> it must be progress, yeah. It seems to be every week he gets the questions, as I said at the beginning of the podcast. Um, and he didn't get that today because they were solid. They were well organised and they looked like they knew what they were doing. Uh, and that can only be a positive moving forward. He's, he said he was disappointed with the goal. Uh, it looked from the replay like Luca sort of goes to block it and then basically sort of passes it to Mane in a way. So that, I mean, that's frustrating that they've played so well and the goal has come from another mistake. 
It has, yeah. Um, it was difficult to see from where we were exactly how it happened. The kind of the Liverpool on the attack, and then the ball kind of just squirted through, and Mane yeah. slotted it home. And it's like, well, what, what's happened there? <laughs> yeah. How did that happen? Um, yeah, disappointing because the defence played so well um, yeah. throughout. Um, up until that point, they didn't look like they were going to concede. Liverpool looked like they were running out of ideas. In fact, um, and all the chances for Liverpool were, were Palace were very good at stopping them on the edge of the area. So all the chances were long shots from distance or fouls on the edge of the area, which Palace then blocked. Out. So they definitely had a game plan, and it was working. Yeah, um, and Tim Fossey Mensa um, has been immense. Um, in, <laughs> in, in that, excuse that, that was terrible. Um, in uh, in that defence, um, I think he and Plaudits from the, the opening day, even though they lost three 0 um, and alongside Dan and Tomkins today, um, they, they, yeah, they, they were brilliant and very unlucky to be on the losing side, really. Um, no gyro because he was injured, um, but Tomkins came in and, and played better. Obviously, he's played with Dan more often, so he's, and he's used to that back three. Do you think we'll see him going? Obviously, depending on injury, him a bit bit more. Well, we don't know. Gyro is obviously a favourite of Frank, isn't he? Um, he'd like to uh, get him in there and in the in the side. Um, but then Premier League is a results-based business. Um, if, if you've got a defender who's kind of not up to speed and, and not used to it, why wouldn't you put someone who's more experienced in the Premier League in there? Tomkins didn't do anything wrong today. So why should he come out just for Rydervale to, to go back in? Yeah. Um, you, you went and spoke to Frank after the press as well for the, the dailies and stuff, which you don't have to tell me exactly what he said because those quotes have been embargoed. But you, you asked him about Loftus-Cheek, I think, didn't you? Is he as impressed as the Palace fans are? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Frank, Frank's comments about Loftus-Cheek were, uh, were glowing, um, should we say. Um, I think if we as journalists recognise what a good talent he is, then a Dutch legend of the game is going is gonna to quite happily say... This guy is going to be brilliant, um, and that's pretty much what he did say. Um, he's got a great future, um, and, and Frank realises that, and he, I think he hopes he can work with him for a lot longer. I think we all do at Palace, don't we? Especially even just watching someone like that is so entertaining. Um, just finally then, so Frank said that Palace deserved a, something from today. Didn't say what, a result of some sort. And he was positive in his post-match press conference. He's a very cool character, isn't he? He doesn't give a lot away. He sort of thinks about what he's saying, doesn't he? But do you think that he is... Uh, happy with the way things are heading after today? I mean, obviously, it's not as, can't be worse than last week, but I feel like Palace have, have definitely responded in the right way, and I think Frank feels the same way. Yeah, hopefully. Um, he doesn't give a lot away, which is not always good for us journalists. Um, <laughs> we would like a few more sound bites, that, the like of which Jurgen Klopp will give. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he, he likes to keep things close to his chest so far. Um, he'll be open when, when he needs to be and when he wants to be, I think. Um, but yeah. Uh, Anything was better than last week. Um, <laughs> well, it had to be. Yeah. I, I, I think everyone here would have taken a nil-nil draw, wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and they were very close to getting that. Um, it may not have been the most beautiful game from Palace. It may not have been the best uh, performance in the world in, from a footballing point of view. But a nil-nil draw at Liverpool would have been an amazing result. Yeah. Didn't quite get it. Um, but I think Frank can, can see that there is, there is real um, positive thought there and that there's real kind of room for improvement and that they are heading in the right direction. Good stuff, Lee. Thank you very much for joining me on the FYP Extra pod. No problem. Good man. Uh, safe journey back to London. Uh, listeners, thank you very much for listening. Um, we'll be with you with the full-length pod, of course, in a couple of days' time. Uh, but in the meantime, don't forget to follow FYP on Twitter and Facebook and all the usual places. And remain positive because that was definitely a better performance from last week. Thanks for listening. See you again soon.
It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Sports Social Podcast Network.